for, for such a smart guy, though, the idea that superstition was helping you, for someone who just chewed up the analytics, who was just absorbing data at every turn, it really is sort of God's laughing at plans, the idea that the thing that fixed it for you in the finals was just, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to try it this way. Yeah, Dan, you're giving me way too much credit, man. When you're in this world, you you take whatever advantage you can get, how, no matter how stupid it is, and you, you use it till it dies. So explain this to me, though. Was there no time where you were happy when you were when you have your regret about not enjoying it more, not appreciating it when you were in it? What represents the happiest year, not the end of it, when you get the championship and it's fulfilling the process of the year? The happiest one for Shane Battier was they were all great. Uh, You know, I was I was a happy guy and I was appreciative of living my dream. So even though like I, I question whether I belonged. I enjoyed the hell out of my career and I enjoyed, you know, you enjoy the misery of the grind, right? You know, as someone, you understand the process and you feel fulfilled and you feel like you're, you're trying to create something bigger. And that's, that's the happiness. It's not joy. It's not joy. There, there, yeah. There were great games where you, you scored 20 or you hit a big shot and you're joyful, but you know, you're always banged up. You're always beat up. You know, you're pissed at the coach cause he, he's not getting, not calling your play. You know, you're, you're, you're always tired, you're cranky, but that's joy, man. man that's happiness. And I, that's what I missed. I missed the grind. It's a kind of a masochistic happiness and fulfillment that you get as a pro athlete that uh, it's, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's the, the thing I miss the most. Explain it to the person from the outside who's saying, well, retirement must be lovely. You can then be lazy. You could drink all the beer that you want and just sit around. Explain to me what it is that's happening there, where the thing that you miss is specifically the pain and the work. The singular focus that you have to have to get to that level. You can't understate how how much it takes to get to that point of the highest level of professional sports. And, you know, you dedicate yourself, you sacrifice so much in your life, your family, your free time, your, your health, your happiness for that journey, for that goal. And so that's all, you know, you don't know the other side. And so while you're nearing the end and you say, Oh, that's going to be nice to drink a lot of beer and play golf every day. You truly don't understand the work and have the perspective of, of how hard it was and what you actually went through to get there. And it's almost impossible to replicate. It's impossible to replicate. And, and you walk out of that locker room for the last time. And at first, it's great. But you miss that singular focus, that thing that just gnaws at your soul, that pushes you more than anything else could ever push you in your, in your imagination. Most athletes I've talked to, when they talk about what they've missed, they say it's the teammates, the locker room, the camaraderie. Were you too much of a loner in childhood for that to be? I'm sure you missed that as well, but you're around it some. But does your loner status in childhood make it so that you don't miss that as much as you miss the actual grind? No, I, I miss the locker room. There's nothing, there's nothing like the locker room, nothing like the bus trip. You know, I, I tell people, you know, the NBA is no different than an AAU trip when I was 13 years old, you know, we told the same fart jokes, told the same boob jokes, you know, just that the money and the, and, and the, the 